welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Among the many exploits that make up the stuff of Paul's life is this from Acts 14. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. When they had preached the gospel in that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. Who are the they who stoned Paul? Well, grammatically, the Jews, and probably it was so. They hated him so much that they themselves began the stoning, but no doubt the mob lent willing hands. Wonder if Paul remembered Stephen as the stones came whizzing on him. It is an added touch of brutality that they dragged the supposed corpse out of the city with no gentle hands, you may be sure. The crowd, having wreaked their vengeance, melted away, but a handful of brave disciples remained, standing round the bruised, unconscious form, ready to lay it tenderly in some hastily dug grave. Luke, who wrote the book of Acts, shows no disposition to easy belief in miracles. He does not know that Paul was dead. His medical skill familiarized him with protracted states of unconsciousness, so all he vouches for is that Paul lay as if dead on some rubbish heap without the camp, and that with courage and persistence, which were supernatural, whether his reviving was so or not, the man thus sorely battered went back to the city, and next day went on with his work as a stoning was just a trifle not to be portrayed any particular notice. And so the disciples turned at Derby. Nothing daunted in carrying out the ministry committed into their hands by the Lord Jesus himself. And not content with this effort, nor disheartened by the murderous resistance they had met with from opponents at Iconium and Antioch, back they resolutely go to the very same places. Nor are their words designed to create timid caution or backward hesitancy in their brethren. No, with the bruises and abrasions, freshly healed and marked with many a new scar, Paul himself held up these rugged emblems as merely the highway dust sifting onto the garments of the pilgrim bound for heaven. He used his anointing and unction to confirm the faith of the brethren that these are the waymarks on the road, thus encouraging them to be prepared to accept earthly loss in order for heavenly gain. And so in this context, we read his words. We must go through much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And considering his firm resolve, buoyed with the exuberance infused into it by the animating spirit of God, one is reminded of Jesus' words when he taught that the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. From the very first efforts at expanding the gospel to all the world as our Lord commanded, the work has been fraught with perils and spattered with the blood of those whose hands have carried it. And so it is today. But what potent exhortations Paul's must have been, stirring appeals to noble ideals and support of the higher angels of our nature have always a ringing call. And we may be sure the messages Paul and his entourage preached in these cities were permeated with all these things. But we are left to think the effect must have been greater after his stoning than before, 
for what potent impact must be felt when he who tells us the journey to heaven is accomplished through much pressure, for so the Greek thalipsis may be translated, when the speaker bears on his face the scars and lumps where the stones have struck him, while from his battered lips we hear no words of hatred or retribution against those who so abused him, but rather the peaceful words of life and victory, how they must point us toward power, blessing, inspiration, mercy through the, through the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.